Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Acid indigestion, that's the time for Tums. Always keep them handy, always carry Tums. When you're on a holiday, buy some Tums along the way. Carry Tums. Try some Tums. Tums. Packing a picnic basket? Well, be sure to save a corner in that basket for a roll of Tums. You never know when or where acid indigestion may strike. At a picnic, a beach party, or a backyard barbecue. With Tums handy, you'll always be ready to fight acid indigestion, heartburn, or sour stomach, wherever you may be. You see, with Tums, you need no glass, water, or spoon. There's no mixing or fussing. You get relief on the spot. So take Tums along on every outing this summer. Suffering from heartburn? Spend a dime for Tums. Get on the spot relief with T U. M.S. Tums. Gee, I'm back. Anybody call while I was next door? No, not a tinkle. Boy, have I been busy this morning. You busy? Yeah. You know me, always on the go. million things to do. Haven't stopped since I got up this morning. Busy, busy, busy. Doing what? Well, for one thing, the bathroom faucet needed a new washer. Floorboards are loose on the back porch again. That closet door stuck when I closed it. I noticed the card table had a bad wobble in it. You mean you took care of all that since 9 o'clock this morning? Yep, made a complete list. You know one of these days... Yes, I know. One of these days you'll lose the list and make another one. Oh, no. I'll get on them repair jobs as soon as the weather cools off a little. You know, it's been awful hot this past week. Not good for a man to overexert himself in this kind of weather. Well, I will admit it's been pretty hot. And I know the expression, only mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the noonday sun. Right. But I say, old chap, I wonder if you'd jolly well mind stepping out to the post box to see if we have any mail. If that isn't too much to ask. Not at all. Glad to, old girl. Uh, if you don't mind, could we change that to glad to, ducky? Old girl is not very flattering. Right hole, ducky. Right you are. I'm off. Back in the fortnight. Stick around. Look at the walk on him. I've often wondered where he puts all the mashed potatoes and gravy he eats. Now I know. There'll be a slight change in the menu, Sonny. Hey, Molly, come here. Look out here, on our lawn. For heaven's sake, where did that dirty old pile of lumber come from? That's what I'd like to know. Somebody's got a lot of crust dumping a batch of second-hand lumber on the lawn that I just cut yesterday. You sure you didn't stop in at a lumber auction recently? Or drop a casual bid on a wrecked building or no, something? No, sir, I had nothing to do with this pile of scrap lumber. If I can lay my hands on the vandal that used our front yard for a dump, I'll scrap him with a two-by-four. This is the dirtiest... Hi, lo- Molly! Hi, daughter! Hi, Johnny! Hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Throwing your groceries, daughter. Here you are. Hot, ain't it? Whew. Not half as hot as it's going to be for the guy that dumped this pile of old lumber on our lawn when I catch up with him. What pile of old lumber is that, Johnny? The one you just sat down on there. Oh! Hey, you ought to bend these nails down, son. I thought the grass was awful sharp. (laughs) 
Where'd all this stuff come from, anyways? That's our question, Mr. Oldtimer. Neither of us has been out in the front yard all morning. I don't know whether it was put here last night. Hey, you drive around the neighborhood a lot delivering your groceries in the mornings, don't you? She does. Hey, you got a grocery route too, daughter? I never I knew... was talking to you. Oh. Did you happen to see anybody that looked suspicious around here this morning? Or see anybody dump anything here? Well, sir, now that you mention it, son, I was driving by here at half past eight this morning... And I seen a feller stop a truck in front of your house here. Yeah, yeah, a truck, huh? Yes, sir. I stopped up the street where I could watch him, see? Yeah. Feller looked around a couple of times, went back to his truck, took some stuff out, left it here, and drove off lickety-split. I'll bet that was the guy, the rat. Could you tell what it was? Was it lumber he left here? No, it wasn't lumber. I looked to see. It was two quarts of milk and a stick of butter and some cottage cheese. Oh, for Pete's sake. I think I'll go next door and see if the Nelsons know anything about this, Molly. Well, I hope you find out who did it. That's a lot of heavy lumber to break up and burn. Yeah. Say, old-timer, do me a favor. Name it, Johnny. Just name it. And I'll let you know. Well, look, in case I can't find out who left this stuff here, I wonder if you'd come by with your truck tonight about midnight, haul the stuff away to some dark, quiet spot, park, turn off your lights, and dump it. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. I can't make it. Why not, doggone it? Got a date tonight with my girlfriend, Bessie. I don't think she'd mind going to a dark, quiet spot, parking and turning off the lights. <laughs> but when I dump that load of lumber, rouse up the neighbors and bring in the cops, oh, long, <laughs> <so long>, kid. <laughs> There's more fun with the McGee shortly. One of the most precious freedoms guaranteed to us by our Constitution is the freedom to worship as we please. Faith in God has always been a cornerstone in American democracy. And since our first beginning, America's religious institutions have strengthened the fabric of our daily lives. Among other things, religious faith stabilizes the family and holds it together. Attendance at churches and synagogues builds the moral and spiritual character of our people and helps them to be tolerant, responsible citizens. Religious leaders have always been distinguished in the giving of personal guidance to those with pressing problems. And our armed forces, chaplains of all faiths, give comfort and moral armament to servicemen and women. Clearly, religion plays a great role in our way of life, a role that grows in importance each day in a world where moral and spiritual values are too easily exchanged for material and selfish values. Attend church regularly, and when you go, take a friend with you. No, Wimp, I haven't been able to find out a thing. Nobody seems to know how the stuff got there. Sure is a messy pile of wood, isn't it? Those two-by-fours look pretty heavy, too. Yeah, say, Wimp, remember last December when your oil furnace broke down? How you and your wife were freezing at your house? Oh, yes. It was very uncomfortable. It was so cold inside our house, we had to have our meals out on the lawn. Well, I'm not going to let that happen to you this year, Wimp. That lumber there isn't any use to me anyway. So I make you a present of it. You can have it. All of it. As emergency firewood. Oh, Mr. McGee, you are thoughtful. Uh, just instinct, I guess. I do appreciate it. You just let that lumber lay there, and on the first day of December, I'll be over and pick it up. Bye now. December? Yeah, but... He knows I'm not going to let it lay here all summer. Doggone it, I'll figure out something to do with it. I'll make something. I'll build something. I'll sit down over here and think it over. Mm -hmm. 
might figure out something to make out of this lumber. There. That ought to hold these boards together. Got the bottom part built good and solid, and if I get what this... What on earth are you doing, McGee? Isn't it too hot to be working out here? No, not when you're interested, kiddo. Well, I'm glad you can do something with the lumber. Tell me, what are you building? Uh, you'll see. Hand me the saw, will you? There you are. Oh, a barbecue table. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come in mighty handy next time we have a crowd of... See, what are you sawing it in two for? Because I'm not making a barbecue table. But what are you making? You'll see, kiddo. You'll see. McGee, never say that to a woman. It's very annoying. Come on, tell me what you're building. Pour me another glass of that lemonade over there, will you? That's hot work. What lemonade? Oh, where'd the saucepan come from? Oh, Teeny left that for me. She and Willie Toops made a bucket full of lemonade, and they insisted I sample it. Yeah, pretty good, too, if you watch out for the seeds. Try some. Well, it looks cold, at least. Ah, see, I'll nail the top part on good, and then... Make it good and steady so this... Say, this tastes pretty good. Not as good as our lemonade used to be, though, eh, kiddo? Ours? Yeah, stuff we used to mix up when we were kids back in Peoria, sell on the street corner. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah. Say, remember that nice Mr. Sullivan who built us our first real honest-to-goodness professional lemonade stand? with a counter to sit behind and two strips of wood nailed on the counter to hold the lemonade bucket steady, <laughs> like those two little strips you just nailed on. Say, that's what you're building. <laughs> yeah, for Teeny. Oh, McGee, that's cute. We had all this lumber somebody dumped here, and when Teeny and the kids came by and offered me some of their lemonade, I said to myself, why not surprise them kids with their first real, honest-to-goodness, professional lemonade stand, like old man Sullivan made for us kids. <laughs> Yes, sir. And there it is. All ready for business. Oh, how do you like it? Oh, it just looks fine. There's Teeny across the street playing. Boy, is she going to be surprised when I call her over. Hey, Teeny! Oh, Teeny, come here a minute. She'll just be delighted. Yeah, and she should be. This is a real honest... Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi, Miss McGee. Did you want to talk? Oh, my goodness. What's that? What do you think, sis? What does it look like, dear? Yeah, what does it look like? Well... It looks like a real honest-to-goodness professional lemonade stand. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, sis, and it's all yours. I built it just for you and your friends. Oh, boy. (laughs) Our own private enterprise. Yeah? Oh, gee. You sure are wonderful to little children, Mr. McGee. Doing all this hard work. Oh, well, don't thank me, sis. You just thank whoever dumped this old lumber on our front lawn. That's what gave me the idea. Oh, he said it would. Mm-hmm. Huh? Especially if I'd made some lemonade and bring it over after he had him dump the stuff. Who? Dr. Gamble. They did some work at his house, and he had the carpenter dump the boards here because he said you were just a sentimental old softy at heart. <laughs> what? You you mean Doc Gamble cooked this up and... Mm-hmm. Gee, Miss McGee, you're so lucky to have a wonderful husband like him. Oh, sure. Well, that's what he keeps telling me, Teeny. Gee, Mr. McGee, I just love sentimental old softies like you. Hmm? Hey, Willie! Hey, Willie, come look at what Mr. McGee made! Hurry! She just loves sentimental old softies. (laughs) (laughs) You know something, dearie? So do I. Say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. If you're like most people, you like your evening listening with a little variety. 
NBC Radio has such an evening for you tomorrow. For example, if you like quiz, there's the exciting half-hour question-and-answer game, Go for Broke. You can't lose in fun on Go for Broke. Or, if you like comedy, why, there's the very best of comedy with an NBC feature called The Best of Groucho. Groucho Marx, the master of the ad-lib in a collection of his funniest repartee. Is it drama you want? Well, then, Theater Royal is the program for you. It's heard every Wednesday, and it brings you dramatizations of the outstanding works of the English theater starring Sir Ralph Richardson. And everybody wants to keep up with the news. Tomorrow night, you can hear NBC's widely acclaimed program, Heart of the News, a broadcast that brings you the experts, the people who make headlines. Stay with NBC tomorrow evening for a well-balanced schedule of quiz, comedy, drama, and news. The best of each. Teeny's mother just called. Teeny was so excited she could hardly get to sleep tonight. Yeah? <laughs> She'll probably be over here at six in the morning with a bucket of water and some lemons yelling, Ice cold lemonade! Get your ice cold lemonade! Yeah. Kids sure are funny, aren't they? Well, come on, let's get to bed. What time do you want to get up tomorrow? Oh, no particular time. Just get me up when Teeny comes. I want to give her a few pointers on selling lemonade. Oh. <laughs> Kids are funny, aren't you? Yeah. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mr. Whipple. This is John Wald saying that if you're thirsty tomorrow... Drop by the lemonade stand in front of 79 Wistful Vista. It'll be in operation all day, we hope, on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Laugh with Groucho Marx on the best of Groucho tomorrow night on the NBC Radio Network.